This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Comedy Central. Another week, another job fair. Cody, who's hiring? Give me give me one guaranteed job opening out there. I'll do you one better. I can give you four guaranteed job openings this week, Roy. In Oakley, California, all of the members of a San Francisco Bay Area school have resigned after they were heard talking shit about the parents on a Zoom broadcast they didn't recognize was being broadcast yes. to everybody. Yes. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yo, how many jobs have been lost to unmuted Zooms at this point? Just innumerable. And what's worse is it wasn't just unmuted. They were fully aware they were off mute, but they didn't know when they started swearing and talking about parents just want to get babysitters to stay home and smoke weed that everyone was watching. It was like they only saw four of the 400 grids they were watching. So they thought they was just talking to each other. Yeah, just kicking amongst the powers that be when really everyone could hear. It was, I mean, to get caught with multiple feet in your mouth when you only have from your shoulders up on camera has got to be one of the more exciting and embarrassing ways to go. Ah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there it is. San Francisco School Board now hiring. My name is Roy. This is my job fair. Welcome back to this acoustical radio presentation. JG is in the building. Hello. Cody Will, as always, over there doing something. We'll hear from him in a second. Uh, this this episode, you know, again, what, what do we say, Jacqueline? What, what do I say? Every now and then... We will pretend to be organized. And this week we have a theme. We are not pretending. Well, uh, well, you know what? That's true. We are not pretending because you are very integral in making sure that this show is halfway assembled into something that has a purpose. So uh, we have a theme this week. We didn't have a theme last. Well, no, we did have a theme last week. Uh, Also, shout out to everybody that that emailed us about about Susan. We got to think of it because I don't want to call her Susan the racist. She's no. Susan the I was forced to be racist at one time and I didn't like it so I didn't do it again. No, you know? that's too long. You can't put it on a card. But that's the truth. Well, okay, I'm with you on the truth now. I'll always go with you on the truth. Susan the kind of I'm not racist no more, but I did it that one time. Like she treated racism like 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 a fling. Like you know I, that one time you kiss a girl in high school and you do something crazy. <laughs> You know, I I drank one time in high school. I didn't like the taste of it, so I I chewed tobacco one time. I denied black people bank loans over the phone. <laughs> Racially profiled. What is it with you and Susan? You keep talking about Susan. I want her back on this show. Oh, she'll I, do it. I really do want her back on this show because I really do want to delve into the world of oil boxing, on wrestling. The road. Whatever it was, bikinis and oil. I want to know how you were doing this. Alabama is an interesting place. The theme this week is serving the people. So uh, we had a couple of jobs that we're going to explore, you know, in the world of employment. You know, they may not be hiring where you are, but it's, you know, worth thinking about. But we are going to talk with people, including the worst and first. Uh, We're going to be talking with people that work in service 
to the public. I believe it was what's it called? A uh, forward facing job. That's correct. Forward facing. Front jobs. facing. Forward facing. Forward. F- forward facing jobs and of course the homie rock for short is going to have you a uh, way to break the ice i'm going to start guessing what liquor he's drinking when he comes on this program i bet you today he's drinking cinnamon sugar vodka with a splash of caramel tequila or just something from another universe uh speaking of forward facing uh let's talk about vaccines first off Y'all, did y'all get the vaccine? Are y'all, are y'all, are y'all fucking with the COVID vaccine at all? JG? I've been thinking about it. Oh my God. That was a long pause. I've been thinking about it. I do want it. What do you mean thinking? Either you want, either you gonna do the shit or you don't. I don't need it first. I don't want to be first. Considering I've been thinking, this ain't going back to grad school. (laughs) I don't want it first. This time, don't put me first. I don't need to be first. I will wait to see how it works out. I have an aunt in the medical field. She's going to take it. That's close enough to my DNA. If she's okay, then yes, I'll go ahead and get in line. But I don't have to rush. Let me let me let me calm down because you're a black woman, and I don't want nobody to think I'm talking crazy at you because I'm not. <laughs> I got number respect for you, but you do realize that these companies, these are the same companies that make. All the other dope that you put in your system, all that other shit you put in your damn throat to fix a cold or to fix whatever feminine issues or to fix whatever gastrointestinal Pepto-Bismol, it's the same company. All that shit. You know the COVID vaccine on the floor above Pepto-Bismol. You know that, right? You know, I only take two vitamins a day. I'm pretty healthy. Thank goodness. That's all I take. I don't take anything else. I don't have the sugar. I don't have any issues. I'm pretty good. Cody. JG just doesn't want to be a guinea pig. And, you know, I recognize and appreciate that sentiment. Okay. But to Roy's point, you know, uh, if they were going to get us with a vaccine, they could have got us with all 12 of the ones they put in and put into us before public school. You know, like really, I'm looking big picture here. Right. They want to give me the vaccine so I can go back outside and start spending money again. The reason they won't give me the vaccine is because I am the quintessential non-essential worker. I'm an artist <laughs> under 30 with no income. So they're like, you can wait, sir. You can wait. You're going to be all right, little nigga. Just stay in your mama crib right. and pick out your air for <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong right. with you. <laughs> I, I bring up the vaccine because... There's been reports that some of the people that are out there giving the vaccine are just straight up not qualified. Like that, like we're forgetting just how thinly stretched. Like honestly, if we wanted to do job fair every week, it could just be nursing. We literally could just do an episode every week and just go go be a nurse. They're hiring. They are stretched thin to the point where it's just random people in there giving the damn vaccine. And then on top of that, apparently the vaccine is like raw chicken, where if you leave it out on the counter too long, you can't do nothing with the shit. So it's people that are leaving the shit out on the counter and they rush in to just vaccinate people. Anybody like I heard that if you just go into CVS at like 450, like right before they shut down the vaccinations, if it's some leftover vaccine juice in one of them little vials, they give that shit. It's like the people who try and grab the cookies from the bakery at the last minute. Like, y'all got some leftovers? It's the exact same thing. I used to do the same thing at Popeye's. Right. If you go to Popeye's at 9.55, you, they give y'all that shit. That's a pro tip. You can stare at me, but I'm just, you know, this show isn't <laughs> just about employment. This is, you know, these are tips. I did not hear this, that there are people who are underqualified to give you the vaccine. You know what? The fact that there are all these unqualified people. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jacqueline. We talk about there being unqualified people giving the vaccine as if it's just some person with three fingers who's never used a needle before, who don't know how to jab you. But these are courageous people. You're straight up. Like, just let's let's just think about this for a second. Let's 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 just think about for a second what is happening. What is happening is we are having people who are not qualified to end an illness mm-hmm. volunteer to give motherfuckers the vaccine. 
You don't know shit about jabbing people, but you answered the call. You just, you know what this shit is like? Motherfuckers volunteering to vaccinate strangers on a disease. This shit is like the end of Independence Day when the government pulled up and was like, hey, which one of you niggas know how to fly a plane? <laughs> and just random people was just like, you know what? Shit, I know how to fly. I flew a crop duster. What the fuck it? I fight the aliens. And it's for that reason, Cody, I know you have somebody standing by as your most outstanding employee of the week. But as the host of the show, I'm going to supersede you. The most outstanding employee of the week. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week is all the people who don't know what they're doing and jabbing the vaccine needle too deep into your arm and touching bone in the name of humanity. <laughs> Let's transition. Let's turn the page. Uh, it's time for worst or first. What's the first? This is the part of the show where we talk to you, the general public, and we invite you all. This is the people show, JG. I agree with that. I agree with that. I am simply a facilitator. I'm a middleman. I'm just connecting strangers with other strangers so they can share their story so you can know you ain't alone and feeling the way you Mm -hmm. feel, bro. We've all had a worst job. We've all had a first job. And I invite y'all on to share a story of one or the other. Uh, Where's the first? Uh, who we got? Who we got in the cut, JG? We have Paolo, who is in Texas. Paolo. Did I say the name hey. right? Yeah, it's Paolo's, but <laughs> it's all good. Paolo's. Paolo's. What's going on, brother? Rotate your phone for me if you can. Sure. Give me some of that landscape. Yeah. Now, I know for the people who can't see what's going on right now, I'm looking at your background there, brother. You in a recording studio or a college, like, lecture hall or something? You got the high ceilings, the lights? (laughs) No, I'm actually locked out of my apartment right now. (laughs) And I'm uh, right across the street at a, I don't even know what to call this. They built this. I don't even know what it is, to be honest with you. It's art. That's what they always call it. Yes, it's yeah, it's architecture. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a pink piece. <laughs> so, brother, as quick as you can, man, tell us about your worst or your first gig. So, uh, when I was in high school, I had this teacher who, uh, uh, she was an AP history teacher, who uh, we talked about the uh, election, uh, Bush-Gore election, and I started talking about how the electoral college was like weird and like unnecessary so she was like you know what i like you let me give you uh the number to this guy he works at the for the dallas democratic party um and so i got this job basically canvassing uh so i anyway i go out and i was uh canvassing at the uh it's a suburb of dallas called mesquite and uh that sound like pickup trucks and shotguns. I could be yes. wrong, but keep... T- yes. No, no, no. 100% correct. So you're knocking on the doors. As you're representing the Democratic Party in Texas, yes. a red state. Yes. Long red state. Daddy Bush, yeah. baby Bush, running Texas. Yeah. And you're knocking on doors trying to get people to vote Democrat. No, no. So what we're doing actually is just making sure people are registered to vote and then telling them to go vote. So we're not even trying to sway them one way or the other, okay. uh, uh, which I thought was odd. But anyway, so I knock on this guy's door. He answers the door and, you know, our spiel was, hi, my name is Palos. I work for the Dallas Democratic Party. I'm just here to make sure that you're registered to vote. And the guy just heard Democratic Party. Uh, and was like, left his front door open, said, give me a second. I'm about to go get my gun and I'll be right nice. back. Nice. And I was like, oh. I'm sorry, excuse me, where, what, what, what just happened? (laughs) So uh, he like just walks into what is like a dark descending hallway. I quickly walked to my car uh, and tried to get out of there because I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, obviously they put me on the phone bank after that just to like make calls. (laughs) So you as a black man. Yeah. Knock on the door of a white man. Now, here I got to ask you a serious question, and this isn't sure. me victim blaming, but I got to know. Why would you knock on the door of a white dude and even say, in Texas, and say the word Democratic Party? You could have just went, hey, hey, bro, we need you to vote. I'm with the party. Like, <laughs> was it required that you say the word Democratic Party? Well, I, so I, I don't even understand why they asked us to, like, 
talk about a political affiliation, to be honest. But I think in hindsight, like it, it was more like, hey, we're trying to get out the vote, right? This is early 2000s. I'm, I'm a teenager. I'm in high school. I thought they were just trying to like, hey, you know what? We're doing a good job. So maybe they'll vote our way. But in hindsight, that was a horrible mistake. I mean, like other things also happened in the job. I got chased by dogs. Like people looked at me weird. They thought I was trying to like break into their homes. It, it was a weird time. Did you ever get the police called on you? Anything crazy like that? Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. But Which did, also, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that you did well on the phone because you were code switching. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So you could put on that, you could put on, you know, the white voice. Yeah. <laughs> they won't know the difference. I was Jeff on the phones. I want to I want to thank you for calling and sharing this. I hope that this doesn't discourage other people who are out there canvassing and trying to flip red states, blue and change the world. Uh, I hope it doesn't discourage them. However, I will say respectfully to you, brother, that I think they was trying to set your ass up. You let, let's just <laughs> yep. walk through this, Cody. Yep, Cody, I was thinking the, the same facts. thing. Let's walk through the facts, Cody. He's in high school, young black brother speaks out about how wrong the electoral college is. His professor, his <laughs> white professor goes, You seem motivated. I got something for you. Call <laughs> this number. You call the number. Motherfucker sends you out to pick up trucks and gunshotville to knock on doors where you get chased by dogs. You get guns put on you. The police get called. And now you start questioning whether or not democracy is actually worth the effort. My brother, you got to stay the path. Talk about educators going the extra mile to teach your ass a lesson. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it felt like. It's definitely what it felt like. Yeah. Yo, man, thank you so much for calling into the job, fam. Thank Appreciate you. you, brother. Hope you get back in the apartment, fam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all have a good one. Yeah, man. You said it. I was thinking, I hope he gets into his apartment, too. Poor man. Yo, that's also not counting the heat stroke that you have to deal with out there in Texas, walking around in the heat. I used to do yard work in Alabama when I was, like, 14. That walking door to door, door knocking is some dangerous shit, no matter what you're doing. It could be vacuums, it could be voting, it could be yard work. Like, that is not, that is, ugh, that's that's crazy. All right, that's worse than first. After the break, we are going to delve into the world of serving the people. We're going to talk about doulas. I still don't know how to spell that word. Doula, D-E-W, doula. Doulas? Am I saying it right? We're going to explore the world. We're going to explore the world of making sure that women get what they need during childbirth because the healthcare system be tripping and you can get paid to do it. Also, veterans assistance. We're in service. It's the job fair. We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Roy's Job Fair brought to you by Leo Deblin Space College. Jacqueline, I know that you've seen the report of the new Mars rover helicopter that's going on out there. They're running tests on it out there in the desert in Roswell. And once they got it up to par, they're going to send it up to Mars to keep looking for water. Get the education you need to get a space job. Leo Devlin Space College, six short weeks could get you a job in Mars helicopter repair or get your career started as a moon janitor. Six easy courses, less than $85 a week. Blackpeoplespacecollege.com Also, um, I want to give a shout out um, as well to our friends over there at Stitcher. Uh, Jacqueline, it is comedy week at Stitcher, and you know, Roy's Job Fair is going to be a part of it. And what they're doing at Stitcher, they're celebrating all of the hilarious shows and all of the funny podcasts for April Fools. It's going to be no tricks, just treats of listening to all of the funniest shows that are out there. Also, check out their curated homepage to find your next comedy podcast obsession. Uh, if you're on your phone, you can download the Stitcher app right there in your app store. Go to stitcherapp.com slash comedy to learn more. Okay. Let's get into the job fair. JG, um, what 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 do we know as a group? Before we bring this Doolin, what what do we know about Doolin? We know that they might be in a war with the other team. What are they? It's something with the Midwives? M. Midwives? Yeah. So if they were two gangs, they would be battling against each other. That's what we know. I know I'm going to get this word wrong, Jacqueline, and I don't want you to shame me. What is the process of being a doula? Is it called doulaing? No. Doulaing? Doulaing, Jack? You you just can't make up words. What do you mean I make up a word? I'm using a proper suffix, I-N-G. I-N-G indicates the act in the present tense to act something that's current. So if you're a doula and then you're doulaing, that means you are actively being a doula. I believe it's doularizing. I would accept that. No! I'll accept that as well. No! Doularizing. Yeah, the actor. So on the phone who can tell us what we're going to get to the professional in one second. But I just want to discuss this this, because this is an interesting occupation. The doula, you know, and I didn't even know shit about doulas till Erica Badu came into the game, because like that. I'll be honest, Cody, that shit threw me off. Most rappers, you know, most most entertainers, most black entertainers, you know, when they get done, you know, you get a couple hit albums under their belt. Right. Then they break off into acting or, you know, they may, you know, a wine mm-hmm. or a liquor mm-hmm. line. They may do reality mm-hmm. TV. You know, it's a lot of different pivots for musicians. And Erica Badu was like, no, nah, I'm going to just go deliver babies in houses. Well, when you think about how 
many babies her music probably led to. And then combine that with how smoothly she can go from Erica Badu to Erica Badula. It makes sense. Oh Lord. That's that's a that's a fair theory. Um I can already tell that our guest disagrees with you. Uh Jacqueline, who do we have on the line? We have T Floyd with us and she's in Chicago and please help us understand what a doolin does. <clears throat> no. Yes, I like that. But it's it's providing doula support. Mm. And we don't birth the babies, we just support the birthing okay person. so then let's start there what's because we're going to get into the job openings that you all have and what your company does but we know what happens in the hospital with an OBGYN. what is the difference between yes. that and a midwife and a doula great question so a midwife is more into like natural birth and it's usually um they have they are a nurse ob's are doctors doulas are not medical professionals at all we just provide support to make sure that mom is comfortable and we support the other person that may be supporting her like a partner or a parent. And then we also um, teach her how to advocate. So sometimes things happen while you're um, laboring and delivering that you don't necessarily want to happen. So we give you the questions to ask so you can speak up. Now we're getting into the shit right there. Cause now we're talking about black women <laughs> childbirth mortality rates being higher than any other race and these doulas are going hey look this is what's going to happen this is what you need to ask for and what you need to be conscious of and make sure now are you all i guess this is probably a pre-covid question how much up until the birth of the child is the doula present is this all up until the first contraction then the doula like all right well that's all you paid for i'll holler at you (laughs) or do you hang around all the way up until (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if we're allowed to, we hang around. Um, Now they're starting to let us back into hospitals, but there was a time where we could only help virtually. So if you could have a phone up or a tablet, um, you could communicate with us during that, you know, that vehicle. But now we can go back into the hospital, some of them, and provide support in person. It's It's an interesting line of work. Let's let's just talk a little bit about the training, because if I'm someone that wants to get into something like this, I would imagine you need to know some stuff. But this ain't go off to medical school for four years, because here's the thing, like for what childbirth is and the miracle that it is, it happened for a long time without hospitals. Like, when you really think about that, Cody, that's some wild shit that people was just having babies back in, like, year 42. Just 42 AD, (laughs) baby, on the ground. Just, they figured it out. So what's what's the training in this? So typically you only need about three days worth of training, three long, long days. But it's an ongoing Um, education. So we do a lot of trainings outside of those three days um, where you learn about C-sections, inductions, breastfeeding, things that can happen prenatally, postnatally. You all go in and try to help provide these services for people that may be, you know, there's a lot of gaps in healthcare um, in the black community (laughs) as well. And sometimes having a doula could be the the life and death differential uh, for a lot of these young women. Yes. Every birthing person should have a doula. It just keeps you supported and it keeps you feeling safer. So my organization actually follows the baby all the way up to five. So, you know, after you have the baby, the doula stays with you until the baby is about two months. And then we have a parent educator that takes over and meets with the mom and the baby and makes sure the baby is developing and progressing. Now, from a certain, all right. I hope this question makes sense. And Jacqueline, stop me if this question don't. <laughs> I'm sure you will. If I become a police officer, I get a badge. If I become a doctor, I get a certificate of some sort on the wall to show you, hey, I know what I'm doing. Basically, what I'm saying is, what's to stop me from just putting up an ad on Craigslist and just going, let me help you with that baby? 
forty dollars. <laughs> Are they male doulas? Let's just start. Let's let's backtrack. Is, is that is that even the thing? Because that feels creepy. Like even when I just said that, that felt <laughs> felt a little creepy. Not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm a doula. It's male support people, but they're usually the partner of. How you, you know, doing, baby? Person. I'm a doula. I be doing. Let me help you with that baby. Let me go and see where that baby going. Oh. Let me, oh, hey, good to meet you, fellas. Good to meet you, sir. Now, if you could leave the room, I got to do some doing. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> felt like a felony. Like even as I said it just now. Uh, but no. So, but all jokes aside, where can people go if they want to apply and be a part of this? So familyfocus.org. It's family-focus.org. My agency is in the Inglewood community, but we have several locations. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on a job fair, Sister T. Floyd. Thank you so much for what you you. do. Thank you so much for caring about people, as Goody Mob would say, in the parts they disregard, you know, and making sure that you're looking out for people that don't necessarily even know that these type of programs even exist so that they can get the help that they need. So God bless you. Yeah, yeah, fire off, fire off. I'm sorry. So how much does this pay T Floyd? Because I mean, oh yeah, Jacqueline always looking for a side hustle. So, um, well, I'm not sure what private doulas make because I work in a community, but community de- community based doulas make about 40k to start. Okay, and so in your experience, what have you heard that private doulas make? Well, depending on how many babies you can take, you can make uh, 1,500 a participant. So. If you can do a bunch of births in a month, then you. <laughs> but you can't be double booking. Oh what if God. two babies come on the same day? Then, like, which baby do you doula? You call your doula sister. They have a. It's a community. Oh, so you call somebody to cover your shift. You get two babies mm-hmm. on the same day. That's that's twins. That's a. They come call up. doula sister. Oops. <laughs> 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 All right, that might be the lick, man. 40K? Yeah. I'd step into that and then start my own private practice. Yeah. Doula and them. This Royce Job Fest brought to you by Doula and them. Right now, it's it's, uh, Doula Right Thing. Uh, You can email us at doularightthing at craigslist.com. I like that. (laughs) That's so cheesy. I I shouldn't laugh at that, but it was funny. Floyd, <laughs> well, Sister Floyd, thank you so much for coming on the job fair and uh, stay safe in Chicago and congratulations on finally making it to spring. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good one. She's nice. She is nice. She's very nice. I understand like the, the natural birth and people are, you know, having home births and stuff. And, you know, they say it's a lot healthier and less traumatizing, you know, for the child. I know when my son was born that we had a conversation about the whole home birth thing. But I was like, yo, we live in a one beddy in New York. There ain't no room. Like you, you ever seen somebody have a baby at the house, the bathroom be big as hell. Right. Be a huge bathroom. Oh. Bathroom look like a bedroom. You can't have no home birth and it wouldn't even be no room for the baby. Once the baby get out the damn. Well, see, that's the thing. You, if you have a, if you have a baby in a small New York apartment like that, Less traumatizing for the baby. Far more traumatizing for the neighbors. Everybody's hearing that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Every every time I've ever seen a TV birth, there's a lot of screaming going on. And I heard that that's underwhelming compared to the real version. So, you know, I'm just trying to be a good neighbor. You, you, you get out of there. The baby's not going to remember. Uh, JG, who's next in the job fair? We actually have Matt, and he's a senior quality manager at Loxley Services, and they help veterans. Oh, I love this one. I love this one already. Veterans always standing up, running around, saving the country, fighting freedom. Matt, welcome to the job fair, brother. How you doing? I'm doing well, Roy. Thanks for having me. Uh, First and foremost, let's talk a little bit about Loxley Services. Is this a national position or is this something local where you are? So it's a it's a national position. So our, our company, uh, who we are, what we do, we are a uh, medical consulting firm that helps veterans uh, compile and consolidate their medical evidence they need for their disability benefits. So, uh, you know, it, the, the VA in itself can be a, 
a bit tough to navigate. It could be a, it's a big, big bureaucracy, a lot of rules, a lot of things. So uh, uh, that's where we step in to come and help our, our vets navigate that. My uncle is an army veteran and he just got a check this year, 2021 on some paperwork that he filed in like 2015. Yeah. Like a bunch of back and forth. And then before you can get the money, you must get this exam to qualify for, to be eligible, we have to double check and triple confirm that your leg is as jacked up as you say it is. So go to three different leg people and then that leg man will send the, oh, he didn't send the form. Go back to the leg man and get the form and send the form. How much pushback do you get, if you can speak to this, how much pushback does your company get from the VA? Because basically your job is to help people get their money. So, I mean, we, we don't directly engage with the VA, right? We are uh, consultants directly with our veterans. You know, we, we kind of uh, help, uh, you know, inform them on, on you know, how, what, how to describe their, their symptoms, how to, how to formulate their paperwork, get them prepared for that exam. So it's one and done, right? The, uh, what a lot of vets don't know is there's a, uh, uh, it's called 38 CFRs, Code of Federal Regulations, where the VA, everything is laid out. If this, then this. If you're, if you have this, you're qualified for that. Um, and so we just help connect vets with that and, and just let them know that if, if you know, you have knee pain three, three days out of, you know, the three days out of the week, uh, you need to explain that. You need to talk about your, your, uh, you know, the, the lack of mobility that you have, a range of motion. Uh, you know, if, if you don't get on some of these details, then they're going to drag it out for five years, and you know, you, you know, hopefully, eventually, you know, get the get your uncle paid, but. Uh, you know, it's it's just educating our veterans on, you know, what the what the law is and, and uh, you know, what they what they deserve. Sounds like there's a whole separate layer to this issue of just general awareness, like not only how do I fill out these forms, but hey, there is a firm that exists that will help you do this. Just give them a call. So what are the positions that uh, what positions are you all hiring for? So, so number one, what we're really uh, helping out with, because it's a uh, each medical exam, each medical case is is really complicated and can go in a million different directions, right? And so we have, you know, a bunch of different departments in our company and a bunch of areas where you can route your claim and so forth. Uh, what we are building out right now is someone called a battle buddy. It's a, a claim representative specialist. I'll pull up the exact job title here in a sec, but uh, it's a uh, you know we call them battle buddies, and that's that's your guy, right? So when you call into our company. You talk to your guy and they can give you exact information on you know, what we need from you in terms of documentation, where you are, what the next steps are, uh, and just kind of help you help coach you and guide you along uh, through the process. Because a lot of times best case is, you know, it's uh, ringing in your ears or or discomfort in your knee. Um, but a lot of cases, it's it's mental health problems. It's, uh, you know, PTSD. It's, it's some real deal stuff that's, that's really affecting people's lives. And the last thing they want is to have a company treat them, you know, just the same as the VA treats them, right? Just as a number or, you know, just a, another step in the in the queue. So <clears throat> we're bringing on these battle buddies to, uh, you know, help our folks coach them through the process and, uh, you know, make sure they have, uh, you know, not only that, that awesome customer service uh, uh, representative, but just someone to talk to, you know, someone to, to explain their issues and to relate with them. You know what I mean? What's the qualifications for that? I'm assuming it's better if I have served because there's more relatability, but it seems like just somebody that gives a damn and knows how to type, you're at least halfway home. Right. right? You know, we, we, we do look for folks that have some customer service background, you know, some experience on the phones, experience, uh, you know, relaying a bunch of complex information in a, in a concise way. Uh, but absolutely, it, 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 you know, we uh, uh, love to have vets. You know, we have a ton of vets. Obviously, if you look at my background, I'm a vet. Uh, you know, a lot of us are uh, can can have fought that fight with the VA ourselves and can relate to those struggles. So uh, that's obviously a plus. If you can speak the language, you know the acronyms, you know all that other madness. Uh, that obviously helps helps a great deal. But uh, if you're good on the phone and, and and like you said, you care, you give a damn, uh, then then we can find a place for you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the job fair. And I also have to thank you, and I'm sure my co-host will thank you as well, for boiling this down into a simple way that those of us who have not served can understand it. Because Cody, JG, I don't know if y'all ever talked to somebody that served, but yo, 
that, yo, we got to get three clicks and it's two mics and we OM and we Oscar Mike and we get a three click. You got to fill out the JRG and two Foxtrot Alpha Victor. I like, can go there if you want. I can go there if you want. But <laughs> thank you for your service, man. And thank you for what you're continuing to do now that you're back stateside, brother. Thank you so much for calling into the job fair. All right. After the break, it's time to check in with the homie Rob for short, a.k.a. Narado, and we will see what in the world is going on where we can help people of a different race break the ice with other people. It's the job fair. We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Roy's Job Fair, home stretch, if we always do. That was a good that was a good round of employment right there, JG. Good people. T. Floyd. T. Floyd up there in Chicago, making sure that women get the care that they need. And um, you can get paid to be a healthcare advocate for someone. That's that's Bingo. very. If you're if you're a woman, though, which I'm fine with that. Just for the record, I don't want you to think I'm being some male rights activist. Or, well, a woman can do what? No, that the occupation of doula should 100 percent should be a woman helping a woman. There's a certain nurturing. There's a certain chemistry that comes with that. A dude liable to have his phone off when it's time for the baby to come. <laughs> 
Because he don't or want his girl to know early. he a doula. He a doula on the side. Don't want his girl to know he be doulaing. You know, cause some relationship drama. All right. Give me my music. There we go. Like we always do about this time on the job fair, we are going to give you tips, conversation starters, if you will, to keep things fresh between you and your coworkers. Some of y'all just now getting back into the office. Some of y'all still staring each other on the Zoom screens. Either way, it's awkward. To help us give you tips to break the ice, we bring on our resident black people, white people, ologists. He is Narado, a.k.a. Rod for short. Rod, calling us today. You're not on the video. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah, um, I, I, I rolled out of bed about, about 3 p.m. And uh, my power was out. Uh, we had a little, little rain come through. It wasn't even a bad rain. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I rolled over, man, and my lights was flickering and it's been off ever since then, so I'm sitting here by candlelight and you know, drinking bourbon like some depressed, divorced dad, ready to do my segment. Well, you know what, Rod? You sound terrible, but I respect the dedication. Are you just drinking bourbon straight? You ain't got no chaser? Nah, nah, I'm going straight up this time. Uh, I figured it was appropriate for the situation, you know? So I just got my bourbon going and, uh, a uh, Batman Returns glass mug from McDonald's from like 1992. What? I swear, every every black person I know got a cup in their house that's been there for 20 years, like an heirloom. He's drinking bourbon out of a Batman Returns cup. That's Michael Keaton. That's 92, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You can fact check that yeah. for me, JG, but I think I know, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's somewhere in there, because the first Batman... We talked to Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, you know? Yeah, and Danny DeVito as the Penguin. All right, right, let's get to it, brother. Get the white people something they can um, holler at their black co-workers about to keep things from being so awkward in the workplace. Right now, uh, black people are all the rage about uh, an, an Instagram relationship guru getting caught up in a cheat. <laughs> but look, we got good old Derek Jackson, uh, annoyingly spelled J-A-X-N. Uh, maybe one of those, uh, I got caught cheating governors. And he put it out to the world, holding his wife's hand while he talked about all the ass he been getting on the side. Wait, are you serious? He... All right, walk me through it. All right, hang on. Because I, I, I saw this on Twitter, but I just, I see certain shit on Twitter. I just like, I ain't got time to even know what the fuck this is. She was wearing a bonnet or something. It was a hat. I don't, whatever it was, it was, I felt Yeah, it, it looked system. like a bonnet. <laughs> but it was a Okay. So he's a dude that gets on the internet and goes, love, 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 love my wife, relationship. This is what y'all need to be doing in y'all yeah. relationship. And then he got caught. Man up. need to do better at uplift these black queens. And oh, yeah, that was, that was found out that he's been, uh, he's been DMing everybody. And uh, he's a little stank on his hang down. Every week you come with a new <laughs> phrase, a little stank on his hang down. Okay, so... <laughs> Now, that's actually, you know what, Rod? That's actually a good topic white folks could bring up with black folks because you don't even have to know his name. You could just go, did you hear about that? I saw something about that man that was cheating on his poor wife and brought her on there. Because white pastors do that all the time, too. Oh, yeah. This isn't isn't an exclusively black thing. This is just something black people are talking about right now. Okay. You ain't never seen that, Yeah, it's normally normally a white politician at a press conference with his wife standing next to her talking about Mm -hmm. all the prostitutes he's been caught with. (laughs) Also, yo, you ain't no white privilege. (laughs) When white people get caught cheating, they get a whole press conference. This motherfucker was on the couch (laughs) on the iPhone. (laughs) Camera wasn't even at eye level. They ain't have no tripod, no nothing. They was just sitting on the couch. All right. That sounds like a good one, man. 
That sounds like a good one people could bring up. All right, uh, let's end strong, Rob. What can black people bring up to their white coworkers to keep things a little loosey-goosey? Uh, uh, for, for black people to bring up with the white co-workers, we're going to take it back across the pond one more time in the other direction. We're talking okay. about dogs, specifically royal dogs. Uh, right now, Buckingham Palace is still reeling from the Prince Harry and, and Princess Meghan Markle interview with Oprah. So the queen is currently trying to get herself out of the doghouse by putting her two new dogs all over the TV giving them cute pet names and you know they're just trying to get out in front of the scoundrels so the queen got two new dogs and they're uh corgi oh. slash docks and mixes and yeah it's 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 a classic move by white people even the richest and most powerful white people in the world know dogs are always a hit hmm. yo it has been funny to watch their we ain't racist pr moves that they've been doing <laughs> The last couple weeks, because I think what well, I don't know none of their names, but the brother that's still in England, Prince William. Prince, Prince William. Prince William got a black friend. He had all over Instagram talking about <laughs> I like Prince William, and then uh, the Queen did she say she was going to appoint a czar of some shit to fucking to be in charge of black relations and stomping out racism within the monarchy. Yeah, which is something she should have, you know, she's been the queen for like 187 years. She had a long time to do that. Queen Elizabeth doesn't care about black people. If you want to blacken up Buckingham Palace, let that black baby come on back home and be a prince again. Start with him. Just one time. I bet he ain't got one of them oil portraits hanging up in there, you know? With him dressed up like a general or some shit. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, Rob, we're gonna let you go, brother. I do hope you get some electricity. Um, I think it's cold enough where you are down south where you can put all your put the put put half the fridge out in the garage. You should be okay. Yeah, I got my I got my skull cap on right now. Like uh my husband making a video about how you can see no man. Yeah, All right, okay. Man. Well, uh, his podcast is Uncle Rod Story Corner. Uh, look him up on Twitter at Rod, the number four short, Rod for short. Rod, uh, we'll get at you next week, brother. Stay warm. Both up. <laughs> That's your friend. He is an eccentric man, but he still called in. He could have oh, yeah. he could have easily said, "Hey, man, I ain't got no power. I can't do the show." But that's why I run with that man. But that's why he keeps a job, too, because he's going to get there no matter what. <laughs> I'm All right. serious. So, Scam of the Week time. Scam of the Week brought to you by Comedy Week on Stitcher. I'm going to throw them, them people at Stitcher another damn free mention. I like Stitcher. Stitcherapp.com slash comedy. Play catch up on all the latest podcasts. Download the Stitcher app in the App Store. Uh, scam of the week. Uh, this is where we, you know, I can either share a scam of a time I stole something and did some dirt at work. You know, usually there's stories about people stealing stuff and getting, you know, getting caught at work. But uh, we have a caller today. Always excited when we get a caller because this is the people show. JG. Who is our scammer that is uh, standing by right now? It's Ryan. He's in Warren, Michigan. And he used to work at a grocery store. Ryan, come on into the job, fair brother. How you doing up there just outside of Detroit? My girls' people. They out there in Warren and Dearborn and Lansing and all that shit up there. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, man. Before we get into the scams uh, that you used to run on the job, um, (laughs) I just want to say, and I don't say this to kiss ass, and I mean this. Detroit pizza, hands down, number one pizza that's out there in the county. I believe. I believe. I can sign off on that for sure. Jacqueline, have you ever? I have, and I'm still with Chicago. I don't know where you come up with this stuff. All right, you can mute yourself. Uh, Ryan. (laughs) Whatever. It ain't even really pizza. It's like all sauce, right? Ryan, you want to stay on the show? You want to stay on the show? (laughs) I thought I I was going to kick me off, honestly. I thought I thought I heard you. Got you you nah, want to stay here, nah. right? Hey, I'm gonna be in you, Chicago uh, next weekend, so I uh, no, nah, this weekend actually, so I can. 
Yeah, give it another try. Give it another try. All right, Ryan. So tell us about your scam, brother. What scam? First off, where'd you work and what was I the worked scam? at this uh, grocery store in uh, Canton, Michigan. So that's mm-hmm. like halfway between Detroit and Ann Arbor. But um, it was a, like a it was a it was a Spartan store, which is like the the generic brand type of store. But it was in Canton, so they like fancied it up. So like in a deli, we had like prosciutto and all types of fancy cheese and all of that type of stuff. So it was, I mean, I was, I was out of my element for a while, but you know, like noticing cameras is always something I kind of always did. So it wasn't, it wasn't really out of the, you know, it wasn't out of the ordinary to know what was going on. But at once I got comfortable, like, I mean, everybody ate stuff, but I kind of took it to another level. Like it was, cause I worked with a lot of college kids. So I would like take a couple, maybe like 50 bucks worth of meat, sell it to them for 20 stuff like that i was taking that's all in the game okay all right let me let me start right there for a second so we can understand just how above and beyond you were going (laughs) what were other people because everybody like like employers account for employee theft within their bottom line they know motherfuckers ain't shit right 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 i would say yeah like some people like somebody would be like okay they'll make a sandwich or something like that no, I was like cutting stuff and then like I live kind of far away. So I would put it in the freezer and then I would just, you know, got the dicky <laughs> pants on. So you can you can fit one of them in your pocket or like we used to have like uh, we used to have like baked. <laughs> so I could put, you know, get a get a pound container, to, you know, the black containers, the black plastic containers. I could fit one of them in each pocket. Man, I, I survived the whole summer off of just that food, like whatever I ate there. And then I had chicken and lunch meat and cheese and all types of stuff. So, yeah. But the, I mean, the biggest thing was I got caught the one time and uh, like she caught, like I was about to leave, but I had already took the sandwich. I was like, I don't want to waste it. So we had to walk in cooler in the back and I ate the sandwich and the, the night manager, she wasn't like our uh, department manager or whatever. She was the store manager. She caught me and she was like, oh, you know, you was eating that sandwich. I was like, no, I brought this from home. And she, but I was leaving anyway. Like I was, I was off. I was about to leave work anyway. So I left, and I went to like play poker with some other people or whatever. And then I come to work, like the next Sunday, and they was like, "No, nah, you can't, you can't work." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Y'all gonna fire?" Like I was so mad because I was like, "Y'all firing me, and y'all didn't tell me. Like why would I drive all the way out here for y'all to fire me?" <laughs> so I was mad about that. But they were like, "Yeah, come up here on Monday." And talk to the owner because he wasn't there on Sundays. And I was like, I'm not about to drive all the way back out here again just for y'all to tell me I'm fired. Have a so I called him and I talked to him for like 10 minutes. And he was like, he was like, no, nah, you said, you know, he was like, uh, what did he say? He was like, yeah, she said she caught you. I was like, I told her I brought that sandwich from home. I don't know why she didn't believe me. And I, he was like, and then he goes, <laughs> that's your story. And you stick it to it. And I was like, that's what happened, man. I <laughs> And then he was like, all right, I'll see you. You was locked oh, in. Oh, yeah, I was in. I was in. I was all in. Like, listen, if you go fire me, you're going to have to say, you know, because I, I knew, like I said, it's a, it was a store in the suburbs. They had, like, a camera by the office, and they had a camera by the front door, and then they had cameras in the back and the, on the dock. But there was no cameras where I was. So I was like, it's no way, you know, they, it's no way they know I did it. It's no, they couldn't prove it because I had already threw away the evidence before she so caught me. She just caught me eating a sandwich. She didn't know. There was no way to prove it. But the craziest part of the story is they, so they let me keep working. I ended up working there for like two more years or something. <laughs> but then they put one of those like decoy signs, like, hey, we're being, you're being monitored. <laughs> everybody was like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, nobody, nobody's doing that. <laughs> nobody. And then, like, uh, yeah, we used to take, but I, I don't even, like, honestly, I don't even know if I was the worst. Cause, like, one, uh, one manager we had, he got, he was stealing, like, pallets of dog food and all the young, man, man, it was, it was wild. All the young, what kids, he had a pickup truck? I, I don't know. I, that was the story I heard. I came in one day and he was fired and they was like, yeah, he was taking all types of stuff. I didn't see no video or nothing. The kids that was in there, cause we worked with, like, high schoolers. They used to go in the in the walk-in beer cooler and just get drunk, and they would uh 
they would steal deodorant and stuff like that. It was it was wild. It was like the wild wild west. But yeah, I used to, and then I used to steal oh, batteries, um, because they had like the rechargeable batteries and stuff like that. I used to take those, but I had to take a lot because my kids ain't the brightest. So like I had a recharger, but they like if the, if the, they didn't know that. So if the battery stopped working, they just throw them away. <laughs> or if uh, or I had to re- I had a recharge like I had a charger, oh. but they would put batteries that weren't rechargeable in the charger and break the charger. Oh, that's not good. So now I got to steal another charger because yeah. then <laughs> I wasn't I was only making like nine dollars an hour. I could I wasn't about to pay for it. So that was good. Why uh, were you so camera aware? Oh, no, man. I, I don't know. Maybe it was something about being in white spaces or something. But, like, it was crazy, too, because it was segregated for real. Like, the only black people worked in the deli. Because, like, my cousin got me the job. So I worked with him and this other black guy that he went to school with. That's how they knew about the job. And then, like, a week after I got hired, one other black dude got hired. And I'm telling out of, like, the 50, 60 people that worked there for the longest, it was just us four. And like, and they, it used to be like jokes and shit. Like, oh, that's the hood, you know. Like the deli was the hood because we all oh. we. All, I'm not like it was. That's how it was, but you know. You you do know that your actions guaranteed that this place did not have a black cashier for another five years. Right? <laughs> but listen, but I mean, I guess, maybe, but no. What's crazy though is one time. Uh, Cause it, and it was like some, you know, it was like some typical kind of racism. You can't really say it's racism, but the the owner came in one time and she was like, and I, I like, I never talked to her more than like, hey, good morning and stuff like that. She was like, yeah, I just want you to know, you know, you're not in trouble, but somebody saw you still in a pluot. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, look at me. I was like, I don't even know what a pluot is. I was like, it's no way. Maybe and yeah, and it was a pl- apparently it's a plum and an apricot like hybrid. But the crazy part is, oh, ain't no black yeah, person ever in their life. Yeah, that's what it was. I knew who did it because my buddy, the other guy that, that we knew, <laughs> of course you did. He used to just eat like he would just go grab a peach and be walking through the produce section. I'm like, dog, you got to be more discreet than that. But you know, I knew it was him. But I was like, I was. But this is what I said to her. I was like, no, they didn't tell you they saw me. They told you they saw a black dude. And she turned around and walked out of that deli so fast. And because I was like, I know that wasn't me. Like that one, I didn't lie. I knew that wasn't me because I don't. I, I wouldn't even take the chance of eating flu out. I don't eat fruit. But fuck up, that kid's stealing me. Fruit I never heard of. Y'all not about to experiment on me. But uh. Do you oh, squeeze man. your um your your tomatoes? Do you squeeze your tomatoes? How do you know your tomatoes are good when you go shopping? Yeah, yes, I like I like them more firm. So yeah, but I don't I don't gotta squeeze them. I just like it's by the touch. Cause like I said, like we worked I worked in the deli so long, like I could have been selling. I could have been you know moving some weight because I could I could freehand you know an eighth easily. And then they used to come in, like, <laughs> like I knew all the weights, anything up to like 24 ounces. I could guess it just by the, just holding it in my hand. So I knew all the, yeah, I got, it's real good with that. Well, brother, you live to tell the story and you're a free man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, that was like 10 years. I don't know what they would do if, if, if somehow they stumbled across this, but. I was about 10 uh, years. The statute of limitations been passed on some damn grocery store meat. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, brother, thank you so much for calling to the job fair, man. When I get up to the D, man, comedy tickets on me, brother. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. Respect to you, brother. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, that's how you do it, Jacqueline. I guess everybody likes firm tomatoes. That's how you do it, Jacqueline. When somebody say that you was doing some shit, you stand on your... The only way to lie is that the lie has to become your truth. Mm. Okay. I'm serious. On some relationship shit, that's how men lie. That's how we that's how we do women. <laughs> that's you how you do stupid ev- women. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You have evidence, but what you don't have mm-hmm. is proof. There's a difference. You got the evidence. But you still got to prove it. They had evidence on OJ. But they didn't have proof. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's 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 a life tip, man. Thank you to everybody <laughs> that called in today. That man was serving the people. We served the people today. Mm. We did the vaccines. 
walking around black neighborhoods, grocery stores, community <laughs> doulas, veteran assist. Yeah. We did it. We did it, man. As always, uh, thank you to writer researcher Cody E. Wilkins, Jacqueline, my wonderful, wonderful producer and red blood cells of this program. I know you're on location in Mississippi. Yes. I know there's Mississippi stories you can tell. I want to hear those next week. Absolutely. And that's it. I, I think that's the show. I don't have anything else to add. I, I think I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go and get the vaccine, man. Mm. I'm going to get that vaccine, and I'm going to get a second one. You can't. You can't. Whatever. Can I get the one-and-done vaccine while waiting for the second shot of the first vaccine? You can't mix drugs. These drugs didn't even no. exist three months. You know what? Let's go. I, I'm not going to argue. It's my body. I can do what I want. That's the show. No. Yes. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.